With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. In 2006, two forces of good for business met. These two men think and act differently. Their sole mission is to help entrepreneurs and businesses succeed. Today, this elite duo, Carl Gibbons and Carl Gould, the G-Team, have broken out of the conventional business box. So if you have a problem, and if no one else can help, you can find them right here on W4CY.com, the G-Team. Because like it's the Premier Network radio show for aspiring, emerging, and experienced entrepreneurs, experts, and executives. And you've all got up, got out of bed, you've got the camera across your head, you've got to grab because you want to learn the secrets of quitting what you shouldn't be doing, getting your head out of those assets, and focusing on all the key activities that will make you more successful. Hi, Gibbons in. <clears throat> And probably on the other piece of Cheer street. Cheer, everybody. Yeah. In southwest Florida. And hopefully at the other end of the line, my partner in crime. Is Carl Gould. And together now, we're all still called the G Team. The G Team. Okay, guys. Good morning, Mr. Gould. How are you? Ah, oh, Gibbons, I couldn't be better. 4 a.m. here on the... Uh, on the West Coast, uh, I'm in uh, sunny Orange County, California, um, but looking forward to the epic encounter. So, yeah, things are really yeah. good, Gibbons. It's uh, just a crazy time of year. You know, this is the time of year everybody's uh, starting to think about how good did their year come out. Was it epic or was it, let's call it, less than epic? And, um, and so, you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm around visiting clients and uh, talking to CEOs about their how well did their year come out and, and what's next year going to look like. So a fun time. How about you? Sounds like you have a whole crew down there. We've got a whole crew down here. Um, a little bit later in the show, J.D. Gershbein will be joining us because he's the keynote speaker at this year's Epic Encounter. Uh, I've got Teresa Najanga is in the room with me. And um, 
she's got up really early this morning because she's come all the way from uh, Nairobi, Kenya. And also Richard uh, Maguba is also with me, and he's also come in from, um, uh, from Kenya. Uh, a little bit later on, April Cattell will be with us. Of course, she's the uh, title and presenting sponsor of the Epic Encounter, which um, that's, that's uh, marketing speak for she's the gal that put... She's the one that wrote the check. She, we like her because she wrote happen. the check. So yeah, we'll get, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, hopefully, um, uh, Randy Barrow will be joining us, who's also another one of the sponsors. So, Gibbons, you ought to call in because your, your audio has, has deteriorated. Jason, you can't hear him anymore, can you? No, I, I lost him as well. All right, so we're going to get Gibbons back. Uh, he's down in southwest Florida. They might do a lot of things to Epic, but they're, they're, um, their Wi-Fi is not Epic at all. So while they're getting things set down at, for the Epic encounter, let me, let me take you through the topic of the morning because, you know, once a year Gibbons puts on the Epic encounter through ESOA, which is, a, is southwest Florida's premier networking group. And... Um, you know, it's a it's a reminder to do something that's bigger than yourself. So CEOs for the topic of the morning, um, think about this for a moment. You're in the weeds every day. You know, during the course of the year, we will. It's hard for us to get in touch with each other. Your 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 nose is to the grindstone. If you're following our advice. You're spending your time 20, 20, 60, 20% of your time you're spending on strategic thinking, strategic planning, managing cash flow and looking for growth opportunities in your business. You're spending another 20% of your time on mentoring and coaching the people in your organization, but you're spending 60% of your time likely on your actual job description. You're spending your time on the things that you're spending your time on the things that you need to do every day to get the job done. Well, what happens again, what happens with that is you get buried in what the day's uh, events are and you kind of forget. And let's face it, you get wrapped up in yourself as well as you should. You're wrapped up in your business, in your clients. You're wrapped up in what what is on your agenda. So today is a good reminder to get beyond your agenda to get beyond your client's agenda and what can you do for the greater good and so when we look at whenever we look at a goal we say we know a goal is what we would call ecological ecological because it's good for you we like that it's good for others and in this case others would be your employees and your clients and it meets the greater good good for you Good for them serves the greater good. That triangle tells you if you've got a, a sustainable goal long term. Because if it's good for you and it's good for them and it serves the greater good, this is your. There are enough enough people that are benefiting from your efforts. There's enough people benefiting from your efforts that this is a worthwhile pursuit. Okay, and so today's topic of the morning is to be bigger than yourself. That's what Gibbons is doing right now. Right now, I gotta, t I gotta tell you, I'm thinking more of me because it's four o'clock in the morning, and I'm, and I'm scratching my head saying, "The hell am I doing up at this time of the morning?" But Gibbons is who out. Who cares morning. about but you? Gibbons is who cares? Who, about who does care? Well, Gibbons, I would have, I would have hoped you would have said, Carl Gould, I care about you. See, that's what you should have said. But that's not what you said. So, 
All right, you you still got a lot of echo back down there, Gibbons. You still got a lot of echo. Just so, just so everybody knows, um, we are having a lot of uh, technical challenges here. The signal is, and uh, so the show must go on, right? It absolutely must go on. So I think you need to adjust the rabbit ears on top of the TV and put a little bit of tinfoil on the one yeah. on the right when you adjust it. I think that'll help. Um, <clears throat> So, Gibbons, we're just talking about the topic of the morning and just being big, doing something that's bigger than yourself. So, so to bring this down to a practical level, um, think about this. Well, here's what you could do. You're thinking, well, what do you mean? I got to stop what I'm doing in order to, in order to take care of somebody else. I'm barely taking care of my business and my clientele. That's not what we're saying. That would be too big of a leap right now. What we're saying is think about what guiding principles, what cause, what charity that you probably already give to, but you're not talking about enough. What can you get behind or start to advocate more or at least tell people you're working on? So while it's, it's not as big of a pursuit as the epic encounter, this year I'm running the New York City Marathon and I'm running on behalf of the of cancer research. You know, so I've I've put my money where my mouth is and I've made a sizable donation and I'm out there practicing and training to get ready for the marathon, um, you know, to run 26.2 miles and pay for the privilege and give money to a cause just to raise awareness. It's good for me because I get a life goal. It's good for others because my family will be involved and my brother-in-law is coming from England. But hopefully it's good for the greater good too because it, it, it's, it lends money, not lends, it donates money to, to a good cause. So, so how can you tell your marketplace, your employees and your, and your clientele that you are on a mission with your business, that, it's, that the business is not there just to turn a profit just to collect cash, but it's also there to do some good beyond yourself. How can you, how can you do that? By the way, whenever you, when you take on something that's a little bigger than yourself, uh, it does get you out of the weeds and it helps you give you a little bit of perspective. Gibbons? Well, it, it, it does exactly that. You know, we always talk about a change of scenery. And, uh, the change of scenery is good, right? Whether it be physical change of scenery or a mental change of scenery, it, it makes you up your game, and it just gives you that different perspective. So, um, and kudos to you for running this marathon, because the only thing that I've got running is my. So, uh, full full kudos to you. I could I could never I'd never be able to I would never be able to do that. No, well, for, and plus plus I've got my get out of jail free card because of my dodgy hip. So that's all okay. But anyway. <laughs> Kudos to you, and I and I suppose um, I, you better put me down for uh, to to help the cause, and I'll spring you a few bucks if you finish right. So I'll I'll help you out there. There you go. There you All go. All right. Okay, we're going to do a quick shout out because we've got a lot to get through this morning, and uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to have a chat with a few of our guests. How does that sound? Love it. Love it. Bring it on. All right. Can't get enough of the G team. Catch this show again. Twenty four seven three six five. And time internet, which is hopefully a little bit better than we're able to do today, you can listen to the uh, you can listen to the G team. You just go to our website.
www.gtmradio.com and I will drive you crazy for hours and hours and hours. Nearly 300 shows we're into now, so it's all there. Uh, you can join the tribe, connect with us on Facebook, share it with your friends. We're on LinkedIn, 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 LinkedIn. If it's got an in in it, we're on it. That's the way I look at it. So um, that's what you got to do there. Love it, like us, hate us, tell us what you think. You can always call in on 561-623-9429. That's 561-623-9429. Or you can email Gibbons or Gould at gteamradio.com. It all comes through. All right. So as we've said before, we've got the epic encounter. And uh, hopefully um, joining us on the other end of the phone now um, is the title and presenting sponsor of the event. April Cattell. April, are you there? I am. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. I uh, I'm, I have you guys on, on my speakerphone because for some reason I seem to hear you better, Carl. I hope that's all right. Well, Sound fine. It's, it's all coming It's all coming through great. And, of course, for, for anybody that's been living on a completely different planet for the last few years, April's a good friend of the show. She's been on many times. And um, she's also, as I've said, the uh, title and presenting sponsor of the event. April, just, just give everybody a, a quick background of, of who you are and, and what ASI is all about, and then we can be Epic Encounter. Sure, no problem. Uh, so uh, my company, Automated Shading and Lighting Control, uh, we've been around for a really long time, 25 years, based and headquartered in southwest Florida, uh, with offices throughout Florida New York, um, and partners in uh, your, where you are today, um, Mr. Gould, over in California. Um, we provide amazing lighting control and motorized shading solutions. So we uh, work in that really cool smart home automation world where, uh, you know, everything runs by a button, by your phone, by your tablet, by some type of a smart device, so they say, although, you know, uh, not always the easiest thing to figure out. I don't know why they call them smart, but uh, we're in that home automation industry where you can run your shades, your lights um, through really cool devices and uh, through Alexa and through through your phone and, and all of that great great uh, automation stuff that you know we have in our houses all that, while creating some beautiful spaces so that's, that it's a very, sounds it's a very interesting business yeah april um i shared with everybody a little bit earlier on you've been as uh, uh, the the presenting and title sponsor of the epic encounter now down here in southwest florida for the entrepreneur society i think this is your this is your fourth year but you've also been a sponsor every year since day one What's important to you about this event? What, why, why are you so passionate and committed about it? Well, you know, I mean, it, it is such a great event. I, as you know, I have a real interest in, in working and meeting with other entrepreneurs in general. And, you know, he so offers that and has the ability to do that. We're so much stronger together, right, when we connect and um, feed off others. I get jealous. I hear Gold saying he's talking to all these um, CEOs about how their year was. Was it good? Was it bad? I mean, that information, um, that ability to hear about other people's successes and maybe some lessons um, is so inspiring to other entrepreneurs. It's very inspiring to me um, to meet these other driven um, entrepreneurs in this network. So the Epic Encounter every year gives us that opportunity to take a minute and kind of connect and hear what everyone else has got going on. But at the same time, we're getting the opportunity to hear such great and relevant speakers like JD, who's going to be tonight. I'm super excited about that. 
Um, and we're able to hear these, you know, these wonderful speakers with so much information and professional know-how, and um, they're just passing on um, what they've learned and, and their information from other businesses to me. And um, when I see a whole group, when I see that whole room of entrepreneurs there uh, just working hard to, to learn and to be better, it's really inspiring. I just, I really, I really think it's a wonderful, wonderful event. I always have. Great. And what about the um, what about the scholarship fund and the Hatchling program? I know that's very dear to your heart. Oh yeah, that 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 hits the heartstrings, pulls on the heartstrings for sure. I mean, when it comes to the Hatchling program, you know, some of my thought is is that some of the most successful entrepreneurs I've ever met, you know, it's either clear that it's it's born like it's in their blood, you know, you you come out as an entrepreneur sometimes, and other times. Um, people have to grow into that either through ambition or experience or over time, you know, cultivating that. And these young budding entrepreneurs, these youths who have all these ideas, whether they have an invention or a concept or, um, you know, something that they are just bursting at the seams to show the world, you know, what their idea is. It's so rewarding. I mean, they have so much talent to cultivate, and I love the idea of us helping get them started, right? And at, what's funny is, how often do we, like, you know, we, we invest in this hatchling program, and we've got the scholarship fund, and we think we're doing something so great for them, and what happens, right? We're like, oh my goodness, I feel like the dumbest woman in the room with this, you know, 15-year-old who's got this amazing idea um, they're just so talented, you know, that, that young ambition and that, that ingenuity. I just, I mean, I love it. You know, I love it. It's just, it's so great to help these, these young um, entrepreneurs, like, realize whatever it is that they've been, you know, working on in their brains. Well, we've, we've, got, a, we've got a couple of other guests uh, with us in my little makeshift studio in my hotel room. Um, I don't know who all these people are. I just woke up and they were all here. Uh, but two of them, Teresa and Richard, you've come all the way from uh, from uh, Kenya. What, tell us a little bit about uh, why you wanted to come all the way uh, from Kenya to the to the Epic Encounter because it's we're absolutely delighted to see you. You're, you're welcome. Why we came here is because we wanted to network with um, with. And also, we want to support. We want to support this Hatchling Foundation and the charity. You see, incubation and mentorship is very incubation and mentorship is very very important for entrepreneurs. And this is entrepreneurs. Without incubation, without without funding, um, ideas, we cannot have entrepreneurs. That's great. Teresa, what about you? Welcome. Uh, for me, entrepreneurs, that is where we have our famous saying, iron sharpens iron. For an entrepreneur to go verify that extra mile, you need to connect to other entrepreneurs. So I'm so excited to be here. And uh, I know that... Uh, uh, as an entrepreneur, there is a lot to learn today, especially with our guest speaker today, JD. Well, we're, we're really excited to, to have you here. I just want you to know that Gould and I were up all night with our Learn to Speak Swahili uh, handbook, and clearly we failed miserably, right? 
but but that's that's all good. We, we will get better as the day goes on. So, uh, talking of uh, keynote speakers, uh, Mr. Gould, are you still there? I am. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I seem to be driving the bus down this end a little bit. So I, I, I get. I just want to make sure that you're still awake down there, up there in California. But absolutely. Um, well, I'd uh, like to hear from. I'd like to hear Teresa tell us a little bit about her business and how she helps other entrepreneurs because. She's got a really cool business where she takes used clothing from North America and then distributes that through marketplaces in Kenya. So can you give us a little, can you give us, uh, Teresa, how you help other business owners in Kenya um, create their businesses? Yes, yes, sure, God. Uh, I'm still in my business. I'm doing uh, importing uh, used clothes from America and uh, sometimes from Canada. And uh, what we do in Nairobi, we have so many housewives who are in the house. They would like to start their own businesses. And uh, it's not possible for them to start because it needs a lot of capital. In our market, the used clothes, you just need a few bucks and that's enough capital for you. For example, you have uh, you can start something and uh, it will grow to be something after a very while. So uh, we are supporting housewives and uh, the youth who are finishing schools. We have so many youth who who have graduated. There is no job. So we show them how to start a small business and eventually grow the business into something that is enviable. Now, you and I both know, Gordy, that Teresa has been very modest. She buys used clothing from America. Just tell our listeners, Teresa, how many container loads of clothes you bring into Kenya every year? Okay. Uh, the container loads that we are taking from uh, here, by here, is about uh, 20, 30. 20 to 30 containers? Yes, by year. And how, many, how much does a container hold? Uh, the container has about 26,000 tons. 26,000 tons? Yeah, per one foot, uh, one foot container. For a 40-foot container? Yes. Uh, right. So, people, you do the math. You do the math, right? So that's 200,000 That's two hundred thousand pounds of clothes. Imagine when you carry a hamper full of clothes or a basket full of clothes, what that feels like. At you know that's two hundred thousand pounds. Yes, yeah, she had, so Teresa has a very substantial business down in Kenya, and she um, so it's really inspiring. Uh, Gibbons, you and I have had the chance to speak with uh, Teresa and learn a bit more about her business. She's really help. She's really stimulating the economy and really supporting a lot of entrepreneurs down in her down in her area. So she is absolutely epic in in Nairobi. So. That, that's pretty Absolutely. cool. So, so Teresa Richard, thanks for coming on to the show. Thank you, Mr. God. It's good. So um, I've got this guy sitting next to me. We look like a pair of bookends because he has as much hair. He probably has more hair than I have, actually. Um, and it's our keynote speaker for today, uh, J.D. Gershwin. Welcome, J.D. Gibbons, Gold, April. How are J.D., we? J.D., how are you? I'm here, and may I say for the record that I had hair when I needed it? Yeah, that's what everybody was told. <laughs> hair is overrated. But you know what? It's voluntary, yeah. man. I shave. I, shave. Right. There you go. I could right. grow a nice head of hair if I wanted to, but I'm more streamlined here, especially down in the humid weather. 
That's so. that's it. We, we've got to get this unity. Yeah. Now, JD, this has been a long time in the coming yes. because because we we had to uh, cancel last year's uh, no just a freak of nature. Uh, but thanks to you for hanging in there, and uh, you. you said that you'll roll it over and come down here this year so my first question to you is why and what is it every the are they gonna what are they gonna take away why are they got all excited because april's already excited and she's only seen your picture so what's going to be going on tonight well i've had a whole year to think about what i'm going to And content perspective, how this is morphed, because last year we were we were talking about doing an entirely different presence, which is really a key area for me. And to what we're going to talk. Tonight, but the, the theme of. of is unlocking the potential of your professional we, we look at these names and faces every day and, and try to uh, almost codify them and, and figure out what to do next so I, I think the takeaway is really these kind of kick back and ideate as I speak from nearly 13 years of being on the front lines of that between the virtual and the physical world accomplish a professional objective lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm sure you'll explain to me what that means a little bit later. Like. Yeah, that's they're, all good. They're in the Absolutely. Uh, talking of which, we've got to dispatch them. So, what, why is on... I know that might sound like a really asinine question for a guy who's an entrepreneur, but why is fostering entrepreneurship, and particularly is fostering is a hatching school that we all work hard to support down here? Why, why did that resonate with you when we invited you to be the speaker? I believe and embrace autonomy. And I've never worked a corporate uh, It's just me. It's like hundreds of thousands, if not millions. I mean, who want to something on their own, but most importantly, bring their ideas to the fore. I consider myself an idea person. I spend a lot of time ideating and incubating and accelerating and one 
wondering and imagining. And I've always been a guy since the time social media came around and I built a lot of livelihood. And I think staying positive is a huge challenge for entrepreneurs. And I'm going to give people a little bit of that tonight. I want to have fun with this audience. I, it's not about a practical, uh, here's how to do stuff kind of thing. Entrepreneurs, and I think keeping them positive, keeping them to have conversations that mean something with people, uh, help them just become better business people. And my medium. Is, is and it, it continues to change my life in ways I give it to you guys so well, we've got we've got uh one four what why don't why don't we to fix it in five so uh you good with that? Given you your me, guys, you're you're breaking up really good, really badly right there. So missed that last part. Caught caught JD, but missed what you just said. Can you? Okay, well, are you getting me? I, what I said was, uh, we've got April on the line. We've got Richard. We've got Teresa. We've got JD. Why don't we bring him all in on the? And uh, let's help some people out and see what they have to say with the fix-it challenges. All right. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So, uh, so I'm, I'm going to give a, sh a quick shout-out back. We're going to go straight into fix-it in five. April, are you good with that? You up for the challenge? Absolutely. Absolutely. And together with all our other shows, 24-7, love us, love so he's breaking up a little bit, Jason. You can we will. Are we good? Can you hear me? You're breaking up pretty badly. Uh, Jason, we would love it if um, you liked us. We would love it if you liked keep us. Going, guys. Five, four, three, two, one. Fix it and fives go. All right, fix it in five. Okay, April. Here's I've I you know I've wanted to do this forever. Don't tell Gibbons, but I've always wanted to dump him, and then you and I do the show <laughs> together. All right, that's the way this is gonna work. All right, finally. Great, I'm always it's, available. It's taken us a while, but we've finally done it. We have destroyed the Southwest Florida internet badly enough that Gib. So now it's just you and me. Great. So. Gibbons, so Gibbons... And that's what you think. That's... Yeah, <laughs> uh, April, we still got it. We I sound crystal clear. You sound crystal clear. It's working. All right. So we got Fix It and Fire. We have Walter in Missouri. We have, we have Austin from Santa Fe. Well, that's interesting. Soon it'll be Santa Fe from Austin. But Austin from Santa Fe. And we have Ann from West Virginia. Uh, and then we have... Uh, Gibbons has a quick commentary. Uh, so Walter in Missouri, let's throw this out. Let's throw this out to the team. G team, can you really rehabilitate an employee 
or should I fire fast and cut my losses? Ooh. That's an interesting one. Um, so, April, we've uh, – so I think sometimes you have to read into a little bit of what they're saying here. Let's – let's. Um, Walter is asking – so they probably – if they're asking this question, if they've taken the it's time to – Oh, it's absolutely already a problem. However, they're they're probably saying that the employee is a good producer, but might be a problem in other parts of the business. You know, so right. maybe they are, uh, you know, they they're not a team player. They don't listen well, or they they you know follow their own schedule, or they don't show up to meetings, and they're not doing some of the other teamwork side of the business. But maybe they're actually a decent producer, and that's probably why they've gone to the trouble of writing to us. So I'm going to guess a good producing employee, but just a nightmare everywhere else. Do we yeah, fire fast? Be. Do we, or, uh, and cut their losses or do they try to rehabilitate them? What do you think? Gosh, you know, well, so here's my, here's to that point, assuming that there may be a good producer, but maybe their, you know, their team culture or their core values aren't there. Right. Um, good, good way, good way, good way, good way, good way style we start, start is, uh, uh, if their if performance, their performance is, high is high and their, their core values are not, not maybe we maybe talk, we about, talk it. about it. If their core values are good, but their performance is not, maybe we talk about it. But if they're both not there, right, then that's a quick answer, right? If they're, if they're both not there, then I think we know, you know, we need to coach this person out maybe, right? And they need to just pull the trigger. But as far as doing, you know, if the performance is high, like you discussed, and then, yeah, I, you know, I'm a believer you give it that one clear effort, right? Because as business owners, we, what is it? Uh, we have, uh, everyone has 3.4 blind spots, right? So we have to make sure that we're not missing something. It's possible. We're not perfect, right? Could be possible that maybe we're sure. missing something. And I don't know, you don't want to spend forever. You don't want right? But you want to take a moment to make sure we're not missing something, so I think I'm, I'm a believer in making sure that we take the time to make sure someone has the tools to do their job or that you've communicated it to this person. If you've communicated it clearly and there's still no performance change, uh, you know, I'm a big believer. You got to go. Got to go. So you're, you're willing, so to cut, willing to cut bait there. Gibbons? Yeah. JD, what would you do, man? You know, boy, I'll tell you, when you, when you act in public, to vulnerability and question and boy their employment lawyers can swarm on you if you make a wrongful termination uh, kind of decision if it's really bad and the writing's on the wall uh, you, you you have to do what you have to do I'm I'm glad I'm not making the call mm -hmm. but at the same time I do know that if Everybody on both sides and may have challenges to handle the business that are Richard, what would you advise Walter? This particular employee may give him some time. If he doesn't rehabilitate then it's good to All right. let it go. Okay. Gibbons? Mm -hmm. Teresa, yeah. Yeah, carry on, Teresa. 
Yes, we can. So we can't hear Teresa. When we get her back, we'll get her opinion. Oh my God, you people! You're all entrepreneurs. You, you bunch of saps. Oh Jesus! Every time I've ever let an employee go, they all knew it was coming. They all, the team knew it was coming. The person yeah. who was let go knew it was coming. coming. The last yeah. person to come around was the darn entrepreneur, because wow. we're trying to help everybody. We're trying to change the world. So I, I. I, I'm on the side a little bit of April. If it's an attitude or an effort problem, then you got they got to go. Um, yeah. Because I'll those are the now. two. Yeah, those are the two things that any employee can control. And and I do. I'm with you, Teresa and Richard and April. In that, if they're trying hard, I'm gonna try harder to find a spot for them in the company. I I don't ever remember set, you know getting rid of somebody who was just killing themselves and had a great attitude and really want to be part of the team. I will go to the, I'll go all the way to help that person. If the attitude and effort are not there, then sorry, sorry, then then you need to find a better, we'll find you a better spot somewhere else. Um, <clears throat> but the, um, you know, if, if we're trying to rehabilitate, if part of the rehabilitation is putting them in a new position that might be better for them, yeah, then give it a shot. Right, but you, but you, you can only rehabilitate a healthy and committed employee. You can't, you can't um, uh, rehabilitate somebody who culturally just will refuses to be part of the team. It, that that is going to be. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think you ever get there it's with somebody like battle. that. It's That's a losing, losing battle, battle. for sure. Well, That'll be a losing battle. All right, Gibbons, we're going to go on. Chat. What's that? I said the, the message is really clear to Walter. Have the chat. Stepping out. All right, let's move on to Austin. What's Austin got going on? Austin in Santa Fe says, I love working in the business. I have a lifestyle business, and I don't mind being the operator. Everything I read tells me I'm crazy for taking this approach. I want to quit being the manager and do my job. Have I totally lost my mind? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's, great. <laughs> That's good. So now this is a good question because Austin is asking the question that a lot of us are thinking. We get into business because we love the thing that we do. We love being an accountant or an attorney or a contractor or a speaker or, you know, uh, a widget builder or a delivery person. And we're really good at it. And we like that. And so, you know, <clears throat> can't I just do my job? Um, April, what do you say? I mean, yeah, you can do anything you want, right? I mean, yeah, you can. Um, you know, from from my seat, it, you know, I obviously don't know this condition of the business and don't know, you know, everything that, that is happening there, but there are many, many entrepreneurs who start a business and find that at some point in time they need to hire a CEO or a COO to, you know, um, compensate for whatever it is that they would prefer to put their focus on. I, you know, I, I don't think anybody would argue. We always want to ask ourselves, is everyone on our team, including ourselves as the owners or the entrepreneurs, to at our highest and best use, right? 
So if we're at our highest and best use and the organization works uh, and you can find a way to put in a good infrastructure to do what you do best, then I'm all for it. But I think it's an assessment on the health of the organization as well, right? And where is his highest and best use? And can we find a way uh, to supplement that, complement that, and give him something um, where, he can, where he can do what he loves and still make sure the organization's growing and successful? Yeah, That's I nice. remember... I remember, um, I remember seeing Craig from Craigslist give a presentation, and Craig from Craigslist works in the ad department and has hired a management team around him, so he doesn't manage the business. So it is possible, Gibbons. Yeah, JD, what do you think, man? You know, I think the lines are blurred. Uh, what is doing our job these days? Uh, there's so much. <laughs> it was so close. We had JT out there right now. Uh, people are pressed. Oh, that was such gold. And we missed it, JD. You're back, though. Keep going. We got it. Keep going. Oh, and just keep on. Uh, don't let technology get in my way. Uh, no, I, I was saying that the lines have really crossed and blurred as to what is our jobs and, and more. are discovering their versatility uh, and finding themselves uh, it 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 buffs up leaders more effective entrepreneurs uh, by doing other things uh, it, this is a constant battle in the uh, in the labor market uh, Teresa what would you advise Austin Uh, you have a chance to make your own life how you like it. Okay, Richard, what would you say? I would say that uh, passion drives business. Uh, however, it is good to differentiate between a trader and an one that becomes successful. In like for us, we had to hire a managing director just recently. Because we're in real estate business that to grow. We also want to pass passion, the same passion, to them and the corporate or the small business to be a big corporate. So yes, become the leader and be a passionate person. So I think the consensus from down here, uh, Goldie, uh, you can uh, go on and do other things, Austin, but you'll need to get a put a management team. So I actually think that we're all in agreement on that. All right? I do think so. I think Richard is the I voice of reason well. there. D differentiate between the trader, meaning the operator, and and the manager. And Austin is probably asking this question because his business, in order to grow requires him to make this decision so he's on the cusp of growth but can't decide exactly which direction they're going to go in all right and from west virginia g team i am unsure if it is worthwhile for me to buy the building that i currently occupy um if we were to buy the building that we operate in we would be mortgage broke and cash flow would be really tight 
at the same time, it is a great deal. I'm getting a really great deal on the building, and I'm afraid of losing this great deal. Ooh, this is an interesting Ooh. one. This is a really good one because... Gordon, I just want to tell you, there are pens and notes being written down here like it's unbelievable. Yeah. We want to jump in and we want to become partners in that building. And so many notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, my goodness. So, April. A April, what would you say? I'm going to keep my response. On, I'll keep my response kind of brief on this because I, I'm also interested to hear what the rest of the team has to say. You know, a, a good wealth strategy plan for any owner, you know, buying a building or, you know, for a business. I mean, it's a, there's a good plan there, right? I mean, creating a little personal wealth plan for down the road, right? Maybe you can uh, rent part of it or, you know, if you, if you downsize or whatever, right? There could be some personal wealth plan investment thing happening there, which I think is always good to look at. Um, but depending on the cash position, my only thing would be to say, you know, you got to make sure you're, you're doing some type of cash flow projection. Don't make this decision without talking to a CFO or if you don't have a, if you don't have a good one that knows the answer, find one, right? Like run this by, let them look at your cash flow and, and have them tell you. That would be my two cents. Uh, let the numbers decide. Very smart. Very smart. What about you, J.D.? What do entrepreneurs do, folks? Uh, that, that rhetorical question. What do entrepreneurs do? Ooh. So this is just another risk in the life of an entrepreneur. And, yep. if, you know, it sounds like uh, this individual's in the assessment phase you assess you manage you mitigate and if, if it looks good it probably is good but at the same time there's pitfalls and pratfalls along the way in real ventures hey okay. keep your eyes on the prize so we've got a risk taker down here richard i know you've got a lot of experience in property yeah. so well, what um, on is that the cash flow is very is very important. Sometimes cash you need to look at your operation. If you buy this building, you'll be able to. So, so yes, you can uh, buy the building. If the mortgage uh, you be able to pay the mortgage the ability of the business. All right, again, Richard's the voice of reason there. He went conservative on you, JD. I don't know. Right. He went conservative <laughs> on you. I got a little nervous there. He, we have to revoke his entrepreneurial card there in a second. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but, what's your take? Teresa, what's your take? Uh, I believe uh, I'm a risk taking because uh, I've seen an entrepreneur saying that now we have a lot of money so we can invest. It takes uh, maybe the if there's not enough cash flow, maybe you can consider hiring the place. You can take and you can hire. And 
that uh, with, with it will have high returns. So for me, I would say that uh, go for it if you are able to. So Teresa's got a checkbook out right now. Yeah, she's ready to rock and roll. I look, I you know you're already rock in the building. The building. Yeah, Gibbons, there. You know, Anne is already in the building. She's already paying the rent on the building. What we're likely talking about here is the deposit, and um, you know, and there might be a few upfront ancillary costs. But she probably is spending two thirds, if not more, on the building already. Um, I say buy it. I say find a way. Make sure the numbers are right, of course. But this is part of your personal wealth plan. And most businesses try to operate their business based on the income statement, the profit and loss. Are we making more than we earn? And you have to bring the balance sheet into the picture. And, you know, the, the more evolved entrepreneur runs the business off the balance sheet as much as they do off the income statement. Well, that's it. So, you know, I say go for it. You guys have had some phenomenal help. Walter in Missouri, Austin in Santa Fe, and Annie in West Virginia. You've had the benefit of some some great entrepreneurial minds here. Big thank you to April Cattell, to Teresa, to Richard, and to J.D. Gershbein, tonight's uh, keynote speaker. Uh, we've got just a minute left. Uh, uh, I'm going to take us out. Um, with my quick comment, counter is more than an event for me. It's a chance to give back and to pave the way for other entrepreneurs to get a taste of the experience that I've had throughout my 30, 60, whatever it is, year career, I've lost count. I look forward to it every year, and although it's a lot of work, uh, it's just 10 times rewarding. I, I, I just love it. In fact, April, April shared a great analogy with me. She said it must be like planning your wedding every year, and, and that's it. Ah, that's a good way to, that's a good way to think about it. <clears throat> and, I, and, I, and I thought you hit the nail right on the head so that's it, 50 minutes of business banter and badinage has flown by as always don't forget people, doors open at 4 o'clock it's available yes, to get your ticket or you can just walk up and uh, we'll we'll get uh, full all three course meal and uh, that's uh we're uh, we're at the end of the show a big thank april and gould you can go back to bed now because until the same time next week this is gibbons and gould wishing you a happy and we are out in 2006 two forces of good for business met these two men think and act differently their sole mission is to help entrepreneurs and businesses succeed. Today, this elite duo, Carl Gibbons and Carl Gould, the G-Team, have broken out of the conventional business box. So if you have a problem, and if no one else can help, you can find them right here on W4CY.com, the G-Team. <laughs>